Welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays by the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on supply trends, category updates, brand awareness, and what's hot in the market. Join us each week from San Francisco Bay, California, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Dan, the Produce Man. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays, brought to you by the Produce Industry Podcast and sponsored by Buck Naked Onions, Equifruit, the only banana you should buy, London Fruit, bringing us delicious tropical tasty mangoes, limes, and avocados, Sunrays, the snack with impact, and Dole, fresh fruit and vegetables. Hey folks, I'm Dan the Produce Man, and you know we've been talking about citrus season because that's the dominant fruit this time of the year that's being freshly harvested and packed. So as we continue our walk down Citrus Lane, I have some things here grown in California. Some are from Organic Growers Buck, that's B-U-C-K, like a buck with big horns. And I'm going to start off with the Red Globe Pomelo because uh, the Red Globe Pomelo caught my eye because it's about the size of a large grapefruit and the skin on the Red Globe Pomelo is also, it's thin. It's not thick like you would get with, with most pomelos. Now, a lot of people might think that thick skin is a waste, but we're going to get into some things shortly here that will show you otherwise. All right, so the Red Globe Pomelo, and I believe it's also called Valentine Pomelo. To me, it's very similar to a grapefruit in flavor. It does not have a bitter aftertaste at all whatsoever. It's loaded with seeds, and this is why a lot of these not-so-common varieties of citrus are not popular because thick skins and lots of seeds and supermarkets want seedless, easy to peel, ready to roll for maximum sales are not found in the big, large main grocery chains. You'll get some, but for the most part, uh, they want to sell seedless, easy to peel, you know, fast moving inventory. So you're going to have to check other types of stores, but the Red Globe Pomelo is available now into March, I believe, also known as Valentine Pomelo. Now, another Pomelo that I picked up is called the African Shaddock, S-H-A-D-D-O-C-K, named after Captain Shaddock. Now, I don't know if Captain Shaddock was a real guy or a mythical character. Supposedly, Captain Shaddock is an English or was, I should say, an English sea captain who grabbed grapefruit seeds from the East Indies and brought them to the West Indies, or vice versa. Not quite sure. And then from there, they made their way around, you know, travel and trade here and there. And then by the early 1800s, they had made their way to Tampa, Florida. And from there, it's grapefruit history. I had read back in the mid-1980s that grapefruits originated in the Bahamas. And the reason that comes to mind is back in the 1980s, I worked in the produce department at Fry's Food Stores in Concord, California. Now, this is before grapefruits were really red. You would get a white grapefruit and you get a marsh ruby grapefruit. And that was it, man. That was your grapefruits. And they were very light in color. So anyway, at the time, we brought this grapefruit in called Bahama Star Grapefruit. It was really red. It was deep red inside. And 
there was just mild bitterness to it. It was very sweet. And I was really, really interested in this grapefruit. So I went to the library. I can't remember the book. I don't remember those days. I wish I had that book to tell you the truth right now. But I read in that book somewhere that grapefruit originated in the Bahamas. But it's all, you know, it's all the same area. So who knows? But that just came to my mind. And then later, of course, we got the Texas started growing the really, really red grapefruits after their 1982 freeze and brought in a lot of cool varieties like the Rio Red, Rio Star, Star Ruby. And from there, even California now has super, super red grapefruit. Little side note there. According to Vegetarians in Paradise, Captain Shattuck is the one that brought the pomelo seeds, which gave birth to the grapefruit. Now, Shattuck, Captain Shattuck and Shattuck pomelos. The reason I said earlier I didn't know if he was a mythical person or not, because there's another spelling of Shattuck. C-H-A-D-I-Q-U-E. So who knows? All I know is this is a pyriform pomelo and... If you listen to my podcast on pears, you know that pyroform is a long teardrop style shape. So here we go with the Captain Shattuck, African Shattuck pomelo. The African Shattuck pomelo is a mild flavor, has a mild flavor. And to me, it, it almost resembles, it has a like a background flavor of navel orange. It's very sweet, very good, thicker rind like uh, we talked about on other pomelos. So these are a couple of items that you can find. I don't know if you're going to find these in large grocery chains or not around the country. If you have any Asian grocery chains, you'll probably find them in there. I found several different pomelos in a Japanese market in Fremont, California called Osaka. I also saw a bunch in Ranch 99 and then locally here in the Bay Area at Berkeley Bowl Monterey Market and of course my old store Dan's Farmer's Market. So these are a couple of the items that are in the stores. If you live in an area where you can seek these out, I highly recommend it. And I believe that there are distributors online that'll send them to you in the mail. So that's just a couple of the pomelos. Now you see uh, Riverside has over uh, 68 varieties of pomelos grown in California and on their site. And that and it doesn't include some of the, some varieties that we've tried. So who knows how many varieties there are. And then they have like 36 or 38 pomelo hybrids like cocktail grapefruit or Oro Blanco or Mellow Gold. Now those big thick rinds, the big peels on the uh, pomelos, there's many uses for that. And pomelo rind tea which is a huge process. It's like a 20-step process to make the pomelo rind tea. But what it is good for is things like lowering cholesterol, helping with eyesight, used as an insect repellent. So things like lowering the absorption of cholesterol. It's great for the gastrointestinal tract. Some folks use it for weight control and this and that. So there's so many different things and uses. you got to look it up and see what you can do with it. And you can use it like you would a Buddhist hand lemon, like a citrus on a candied lemon peel. Well, you can do candied pomelo peels as well. But all that is very involved and detailed, and we're not going to get into it here. Another item I picked up is called the Lulu Navel Orange, and I got these last year too, and I might have touched on them. They're a very, very, very low acid, very, very, very sweet navel orange. Not really big. Uh, it's an heirloom, but boy, oh boy, is it absolutely delicious. You can't find them, unfortunately, in general stores. 
stores. You've got to find a produce market or a farmer's market to get the Lulu Navel. I highly recommend it. Then there's the Lee Nova Tangerine. Now, I, I talked to you last week about Nova Tangelos, and this Lee Nova as well is, again, it's a cross between a tangerine. It's pretty much the same thing. It's an Orlando Tangelo cross with a Clementine, I believe. Very, very good in the stores now. So lots of citrus. It's citrus season. I haven't even touched on it, but th- those are some of the items. Now, when we come back, I want to let you know about some of the things going on with strawberries right now. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our wonderful sponsors, and we'll be back right after this. Welcome to Equifruit, an importer and marketer of fresh bananas. Equifruit is committed to 100% fair trade, which means no crummy wages, super safe working conditions, and nothing but love for the ladies. Driving innovation through impossible to ignore merchandising, Equifruit is the only banana you should buy. Everyone, we have an APB out on a buck naked onion. This onion is produced by Owyhee Produce, so we have to be on the lookout. Whether you're a retailer, food service distributor, or a wholesaler, this onion is whole, it's hearted, and it's buck naked, everyone. To all you civilians out there, please, let's catch this buck naked onion. Folks, welcome back to Fresh from the Field Fridays. Dan, the produce man here. Some reports that we're getting across the board from different sources, growers and news sources and produce reports and all all that stuff comes across into the email, right? And our strawberry situation in California is really bad right now. So there's a lot of flooded fields. We have a lot of acreage that didn't, you know, that just got rain but didn't get flooded. But we also have some core acreage that was flooded out and it's causing, well, no strawberries right now. And what's out there is there's a lot of white on them and white shoulder, which is where the stem end of the berry where the calyx is to where it rounds off to where it starts to taper down. That part is called the shoulder. And when those are white, then you get you know, you've seen those in the store certain times of the year. It'll be white around the stem, and then the rest of the berry will have some pink or some red. That's what's happening right now. There's a lot of demand. Strawberries, man, it's a huge item. Valentine's Day coming. We don't know the extent of the damage, but from what I'm reading, and the growers are saying that it's pretty bad. I don't know how long it'll last, but uh, other reports we got just on the floods in Salinas and the uh, Monterey County and, and the surrounding areas is that a lot of the water from conventional farms washed in organic farms and they got to recertify and it's got to dry out for 60 days and it's a mess. So we will keep you posted here, both on the Produce Industry Podcast on Mondays and also here on Fresh from the Field Fridays, which that's what we're doing, Fresh from the Field. Uh, Right now it's fresh water. Actually, it's stagnant water. So that's a little bit to keep in mind. And so what'll happen is the demand is there. The grocers, the food service distributors all start pulling from Florida. Florida, Mexico, and other areas, which uh, puts a 
damper on those crops as well, so it'll keep the price up. It's just the way it is. It's Mother Nature in action. There's not a lot we can do about it. Okay, Chinese long beans, also known as yard long beans. So they have an African origin, and they were used in China dating all the way back to 1008. That's the year. And, you know, once they got there, they became a big staple all all through the area. It's actually a pea, not a bean, but because they're long and you can eat them like green beans, well, then they're called Chinese long beans, long beans, or yard long beans. What I like to do with these long beans is I like to cut them up into little pieces. And this time of the year, I will use marinara sauce. Not f- no flavoring in there. You got to put your own flavors in. And I put the yard long beans cut up into a pan with the marinara sauce. And I just slowly let that simmer for about an hour or so. And man, add spices that you like and just throw it in there. And man, I'm telling you, it's just really, 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 I can eat a whole meal out of that on my own. Little nutritional yeast on top and boom. And for you folks who like to indulge more, some Parmesan will also work out well. They're great in stir fries. You've seen them in the store. They're probably about, uh, oh, maybe 18 inches long. There's a lot of vitamins in them, a lot of vitamin C, B1, 2, 3, B5, B6, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium. Man, they are delicious. They are healthy. You can throw them in the juicer if you want. I'm telling you, these are absolutely delicious Chinese long beans, and uh, you can steam them or you can boil them too. Throw them in, uh, they're great in stu- soups and stews as well. And actually, I've just steamed them before lightly and let them cool and just eat them like that. And I've also eaten them raw too. And then the next day, you just throw them in with your salad. And you can do that with any vegetables that you cook, folks. You know, when you have some left over and got to put it in the refrigerator, man, th- You can add any of those, cauliflower, broccoli, carrots, broccolini, asparagus, whatever it is. Whatever your cooked vegetables are that you have cooked the day before, even greens, you can throw those into your salad so they don't go to waste. So remember that. Okay, folks, that's going to cut this program short this week. I'm heading out of town, and I've got a big salad here sitting here waiting for me to eat it. It's got, let me see, I have in this salad, just just to close out the program, slivered watermelon radishes, baby romaine lettuce, arugula, sunflower sprouts, lotus root, Persian cucumbers, slivered celery, grape tomatoes cut in half, shredded kohlrabi, shredded broccoli stems, shredded very thinly Brussels sprouts, shredded carrots, some leftover broccolini and asparagus. That's why I said that. That was cooked last night, chopped up and thrown in here. There are artichoke hearts, but these are not canned or jarred artichoke hearts. These are the hearts from some artichokes that I cooked myself in the pressure cooker. Baby spinach, Bronx raisins. They're made from Bronx grapes grown by Legere Farms. So they took the Bronx grape and made raisins out of it. So those are in here as well. And just, oh, it also has uh, avocados as well. But you only need like a tablespoon of olive oil if you toss everything and then drizzle some lemon juice on there. And man, oh man, yeah, some black pepper and basil microgreens. And that's it. That is my salad. I'm going to eat that now. So I got to get rolling. 
Be sure to tune into the Produce Industry Podcast every Monday with Patrick Kelly, as well as the Produce Industry Show on YouTube and the Produce Industry app. You gotta have that. Download that now on your smartwatch, your phone, your tablet, or wherever you can download things to that where you can use apps. Download it to that. It's a great resource. Also, be sure to check out my YouTube and Rumble pages called Dan the Produce Man, and all my social media can be found at DanTheProduceMan.com. I know my website needs a little bit of work, but I do put things on there from time to time, and you can get to my social media apps from there. Anyway, folks, thanks for listening. Until next week, this is Dan the Produce Man reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh. You've been listening to Fresh from the Field Fridays with Dan, the Produce Man. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast and at Dan, the Produce Man. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.